And I want to give you, I'm going to actually just list out a bunch of things. Let's call it the you are becoming list. And I'm going to list out a few, several actually, and see which one identifies with you the most. And then we're going to focus on just three of these. So God gives you an assignment and he's calling you to do and to be. And as he gives you that assignment, you're now in this process that you have to embrace. When God calls you to an assignment, it's not just to do something, go and write this book, go and start this church, go and start this ministry, go and reach these people, launch this movement, whatever it is, the do, there's a becoming of relationship. When you look at the life, I'm being funny, but the life of Mo and Joe, Moses and Joseph, the life of Moses and Joseph are so particular to that intimacy, that that really intimate place that God calls us, where he takes us through a wilderness, he takes us through these scenarios, and he takes us through these situations, and there are lessons of them becoming something. And Moses became a friend of God. Moses became a deliverer, and Joseph became a friend, and Joseph became a deliverer. So let me give you this list. There's several here. See which one you just like really resonates with you. And then we're going to focus on just three. You're in this process. You are becoming God's friend. You're becoming God's partner. You're becoming God's dreamer. You're becoming God's deliverer. You're becoming God's messenger. And I want to give you the emphasis here is becoming, you know, the way that God works is he, Jesus found Peter and he said, you are, you shall be. He imputes to us his righteousness and says, you are my friend. And at the same time, we're becoming his friend. He says, you are my bride. And at the same time, you're becoming his bride. He says, you are my messenger, and at the same time, you're becoming his messenger. Becoming implies that there's a process. So here's a few more. You are becoming God's pioneer. You're becoming God's builder. You're becoming God's child. You're becoming God's servant. You're becoming... God's warrior. You're becoming God's voice. You're becoming, this is, this is a big one, God's ear, meaning you're bent to hear and listen to the Lord. You're becoming God's watchman. You're becoming God's writer. This is not an exhaustive list by any means. This is, this is not limited to that. There will be many more. But as you're becoming any of these, there's a process that you have to embrace. Sounds amazing. I want to be God's friend. I want to be God's deliverer. I want to be God's messenger. You get a prophetic word. It gives you a dream. It gives you a vision. And you're just, you're all in. You're all excited. And then nobody's on board. And there's warfare. And all of a sudden, you don't have everything that you thought you would have for the assignment. And now you need this, and now you need that. 
and there's confusion and there's different things that you're facing and you just were signing up to be God's friend, God's deliverer and God's messenger. And that's going to be our threefold focus. Right now, we're just going to focus on God's deliverer, becoming God's deliverer, God's friend, and God's messenger. All right, let me give you a few things about being a deliverer. The term or the word deliverer refers to someone that brings liberty. They bring salvation. They rescue others. A deliverer is someone who frees people from oppression, frees them from danger, frees them from difficult circumstances. They play a pivotal role in a specific context or narrative of a person or person's life by delivering them from something. The concept of a deliverer carries that there's a sense of hope. There's an expectation of positive change. If somebody's a deliverer, it means that person is a hope dealer. They deal hope because they carry an expectation of change. If a deliverer is coming, I now, excuse me, hope has been imparted to me for change. The deliverer is seen as someone who is a source of deliverance. They bring relief. They bring freedom. And the specific actions and qualities that are associated with the deliverer, they can be very different depending on the specific calling, but it's always going to carry hope and change and freedom out of something and into something. Becoming a friend, just giving you some definitions here. So a friend and this is gonna this is gonna hit you good. This is gonna hit you well in your spirit. If you're becoming the friend of God, a friend is somebody that is defined as someone you know intimately. You know them intimately. There is trust, and you share with a friend, a true friend. We're not talking Facebook friends. We're not talking Instagram followers. We're talking a friend. Someone that you know, someone who you have intimacy with, whom you share a bond. There's mutual affection. There is support. And friends are also considered to be companions. And what a privilege to be called to become the friend of God, a companion with God. That means there's a level of understanding. That means that there are some key characteristics to that companionship and to that friendship. Let me give you some. I'm going to give you several key characteristics to companionship and friendship with God. Number one, trust. He gives you the assignment, whatever that XYZ, that mountaintop is, in the process of you becoming the friend of God, which is greater then whatever it is you're called to do, the great vision, as, he's, as you're becoming a friend, one of the key characteristics is trust. You know what? Fr friends trust and rely on each other. So when we're talking about this, remove, remove the horizontal level of friendship and put this into the vertical realm of friendship between you and God. Friends trust each other. God trusts you. You trust God. 
God relies on you. You rely on God. These are characteristics of becoming friends. So friends have confidence in each other. There is character. There is integrity. There's loyalty. You're building trust. Number two, a friend will have mutual respect. Friends have deep respect for one another. I'm not talking, we're not talking acquaintances. We're talking deep friendship. They value each other's opinions. They value each other's boundaries. They value each other's individuality. Number three, another characteristic of becoming friends with God or a friend is support. Friends provide emotional support, social support, sometimes very practical support. There's support involved in that friendship. They offer encouragement. They offer advice. They have, offer a listening ear during good and during challenging times. What are you doing with your ear in the good and in the challenging times? Is it possible that God's calling you to become a friend and that there is support involved? Not as if God really needs your support, but does he want you to lend your ear to him? Is that possible? Number four, key characteristics of becoming a friend. This one, I love this one. Shared interests and experiences. Now, this, is, this could be quirky. It could be fun. My wife, and Teresa, and I are just a few days away from celebrating 30 years of marriage, our 30-year wedding anniversary. And let me just tell you, everybody, the secret to happy life is a happy wife. I always told her, I said, look, if you ever leave me, I'm going with you. And it has worked. Okay, I'm being funny. But something very interesting about and amazing about our friendship is we share interests and experiences, some of the same hobbies and things that we like to do. So friends share common interests, share common experiences and hobbies on the basis of that friendship, on the basis of that connection. So there are there's activities and there's opportunities for building as friends, building memories together. Does God want to build some shared experiences and interests that are unique to you and your friendship? Number five, keys to becoming a friend. Understanding. I'm not always real great at the empathy thing, being empathetic toward, toward, towards everything and everyone. But one of the key characteristics of becoming someone's friend or becoming God's friend is that, that friends demonstrate understanding towards how others feel, their perspective, what's going on in life. And they actually work diligently. If I'm going to be empathetic to a friend, I want to, I want to be compassionate and offer support during difficult times. So God in his friendship with you is going to be understanding and he's going to be empathetic and he's going to lend his perspective in those difficult times, during difficult times. Number six, characteristics of friendship. Non-judgmental attitude. I know that none of us have ever had a bad attitude towards a friend. 
We've never had a bad attitude towards God. I know that none of us have ever had that. We've never had that. And I'm glad that you have it. But a friend, true friends, they really accept each other for who they are as an individual without the criticism, without heart's judgment, and they embrace each other's flaws and imperfections. Now, one key element on this characteristic, when you're becoming a friend of God, he doesn't have flaws and imperfections, but in our, in, in our infallibleness, we feel sometimes that God has flaws or imperfections. He doesn't do things when we want, how we want, where we want, et cetera, et cetera. And we sometimes can fall into a judgmental attitude, even in our friendship with God. Number seven, key characteristics of becoming friends, communication, conversation. Friends maintain, they keep this open honest communication. There's always an open communication between friends. They listen actively. They express themselves sincerely, and they communicate openly their thoughts, their feelings, their concerns, etc. There is communication between friends. So those are seven characteristics of becoming a friend. And now I want to transition to messenger. Becoming a messenger. Now, I don't know. I don't know what assignment God has given you. I know that at the very least, you've received an assignment to write a book. And that's why you're here. But part of our job as your dream team and as your mentors is to begin to help you identify something much bigger than the book of what God is doing something bigger than the book, bigger than your own life? And is God calling you to embrace this process of becoming his deliverer, becoming his friend, and becoming his messenger? So regardless of your assignment, even in your assignment to write a book, which becomes an expression of your friendship and relationship with God, being God's messenger has its own characteristics. And those characteristics are important because you actually become the message and you go through that process. And I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're in the pit. I don't know if you're in the wilderness. You embrace. I don't know where you're in that process. I don't know if it happened 10 days ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago. I don't know where you're at in that process. But one thing I can confirm is that he wants to hide you in this season for himself. <laughs>